and welcome back to what is qualitative anyway with me Vicki. So this is the second chapter of qualitative research methods for the social sciences and it's pretty much giving a rundown on designing your uh, qualitative research. Uh, one thing it mentions in the first points is that um, there is no universal certainty. Uh, there is no such thing as just laws and facts in this type of research in social sciences. It doesn't mean it's crazy and um, there's no rationality to it. There are patterns and using the right techniques, you can find those patterns and turn them into you know, empirical data. From there, the chapter discusses ideas and theory. It mentions two um, important models, which is theory before research, where uh, it's suggested that you'll begin with your ideas and then try to, you know, prove them or disprove them. And then there's research before theory, where um, I believe Martin states that um, research is an integral part of you know your theory and you will do your research and then refine your theories you know based on the research um, and so forth and so to put it into practice it gives kind of a stage uh, different stages where you start with ideas and literature review and so forth so the first one is mentioned um, is your idea you know what is your study going to be about from there you move on to your literature review um, having weak sources, um, you know, things that aren't peer-reviewed or scholarly-reviewed or don't have any empirical um, foundation are gonna not going to help the study. Um, so you want to make sure, and the websites that you look at, make sure that you are, um, you know, whose website it is, um, the domain, you know, what's the nature of it. Is the material recent? Is it outdated? Um, can you confirm the information? Are there other sources that can back it up? Um, and then from there you move on to the chapter discusses framing your research with, a, uh, with good questions. Um, you want to make your problem statement and have questions that uh, will help make that research thorough and more clear. Um, so this is important, especially as far as um, the study that I want to do with feminism, because I did state that it has a broad, um, it's a broad topic uh, with the different, you know, movements and different theories and definitions behind it, um, different con uh, connotations that come behind it. So making sure uh, that the questions are specific to the research, uh, helpful to the research, um, and uh, keeping it on track. We move on to um, conceptualization, uh, excuse me, and um, just operationalization also. Uh, so by uh, making sure that the framework that you're using, is, like for me, such as feminism, is me having a clear understanding what that definition is, um, it discusses how, you know, people may view words differently, like the book discusses gangs or delinquents, 
or you can, you know, take it further to what, you know, what do you consider a vegetarian, you know, no meat, dairy, whatever it is. You have to have a concrete definition uh, to focus on for your study. Um, so it's, once again, more clear and effective. After this, it discusses concept mapping, which is a visual that you can use to connect your thoughts, um, your knowledge, your theories, find the different connections to those, um, to that information, and then um, applying it. It's something to kind of stay focused when you feel a little all over the place. Um, from here, it's uh, discussing, you know, data collection, storage. Um, you'll want to make sure that the what you're collecting um, that you stick to the qualitative aspect of it um, you respect the work uh, and then also storing it make sure you know that you have it correctly stored the information may be sensitive uh, make sure that you're acknowledging that and respecting that aspect of the research and um, uh, yeah that sums up the chapter uh, of course, it goes into more depth, but a lot of it is the part of actually doing it and implementing it with the project that we will be looking at later on. Thanks.